Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel. This is just going to be a random shit, excuse my French. <laughs> so, uh, how the hell are ya? I just thought I'd hop on and hang out with people. I know sometimes you guys listen to me when you're just in the car or whatever. And So my mind is free right now, I'm sharing. So, um, I've had quite a bit of time on my hands the last couple of months, so I'm doing some other things. I'm working on my writing, and I've been uh, spending some time on Twitter, and spending some time on YouTube, and um, took a writing class, writing as in writing novels, not writing horses. I know it might sound like that with my accent. Some people say I have an accent. Plus, some people say I talk really fast, so sorry about that. So, um, that's been occupying a lot of my time, and the weather where I live has been really great. Um, so, I've been hanging outside a lot. I am uh, bought myself a Paul Reed Smith acoustic guitar earlier this year, and uh, I guess over the winter, it's June right now coming up on the end of June and I've been teaching myself some chords and um, I've really noticed an improvement so I'm pretty proud of myself I'm trying to master something new at my age which is a challenge but um, enjoying that and um, I was listening to classic vinyl on Sirius satellite radio in my car recently and I heard Rod Stewart's Mandolin Wind, my gosh, and I remembered how much I absolutely loved that song. So um went online and got the tab guitar music for that. And um, I'm trying to make it, my guitar, make it sound like that song. <laughs> and I can't sing to save my life, so um, the singing doesn't help it, but... Um, from what I've learned recently, um, I guess when you're when you're in a band or you're in a, a music group and there's other instruments, um, everyone else is playing different parts. So the ensemble makes the song come together. It's and I I don't have a banjo and I don't have a mandolin and I'm not buying either of those. Thank you very much. I'm going to stick to this six string guitar. So. Um, but basically just playing the chords. If you're playing with someone else, um, like I'll play with my brother and he chimes in with the harmony and um, it sounds really good. So pretty excited about that. And, and I have to remind myself that um, things take time and um, you can't master everything immediately. And I have a real problem not not in terms of being a perfectionist, but in terms of expecting a lot of myself. And over the past um, three months, I have had lots of time to process a lot of different things about myself. Um, and I have recently gone back to my acupuncturist to... Um, for me, it's acupuncture slash psychi psychiatry because I go to a five-element psychiatrist. Um, <laughs> she's not a psychiatrist. 
She's a good listener. Um, a five element acupuncturist, which might be a little bit different than the typical acupuncturist you might know about. She's she her approach to wellness and healing your body is is much different. The the five element aspect is much different than just oh like my knee is swelling. <clears throat> Let's just address what's going on with my knee. When you go in, she's like, you know, what's going on with you? How have you been feeling? And she considers your what you're experiencing or your perception of what's happening in your life. She considers that in terms of what type of treatment she can give you to help your flow of energy settle things down. And that really works for me. I need that a lot. I'm one of those people who, um, as I'm learning more about myself here, um, I'm very much in my head. And um, that has some real, that can be very detrimental um, in terms of having a good life. And I'm not saying I don't have a good life. I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful for everything that I have and, and everything I've achieved in my life. I have I have some wonderful material things. Um, relationships, on the other hand, I don't have a lot of close relationships. And, and sometimes that's okay. You know, it depends on your type of personality. And I'm the type of person that... Um, I can function pretty good um, on my own independently. However, there is a difference between being alone and loneliness. And we all know if you if you're paying any attention to social media or um, popular theory on on human behavior that loneliness is is becoming a huge thing now we're in this society where all your gratification can come without really interacting with another person you know you can shop online you don't have to go out and be around people you can make virtual friends um you can spend your day engrossed in technology even at your job you can be engrossed in your technology all day so um, I think relationships might, might be, you might, I might consider that a struggle for me. Um, not because I'm addicted to, to technology, but because my relationship with the idea of relationships over the last 20 years has been, um, from a distance, uh, the position I was in at work uh, prevented me from being really close to people because I had to be objective and carry out um, decisions based on policy. So I was in a situation where I didn't become close to people I worked with. And um, I live in an area where I feel I'm much different than a lot of people around. And I don't, um, don't, don't, really fit in I mean I'm not, I'm not sure I fit in on the planet but that's another story um, so anyways um, I don't have to go to my nine to five anymore so I have 
really been uh, learning a lot about myself and my attitude towards other people and my attitude towards relationships and what good relationships and partnerships should be and what they mean to me and what my role is in in those types of relationships um so so one of the things that I'm working with um with the acupuncturist is um, more like the settling, the getting out of the getting out of my mind, and um, not not so much the present moment awareness. I I am reading the Eckhart Tolle, um, the Power of Now book, and um, I've already you know I've read The Secret years ago and Law of Attraction and and all of that stuff. Um, I'm also reading some Bob Proctor and Napoleon Hill based um, books, and and these are all about um, creating your own life, like living your own life, not necessarily, you know, based on intuitively what you are inclined to do. Like I worked the grind for so long, I forgot what what I ever dreamed I wanted to be, you know? So, and this is the thing. And if you don't grow up in an environment where that's fostered, Oh, you want to be an artist? Great. You know, let me go out and get you artwork. And, um, you know, we're going to homeschool you because your art's more important. There are actually people have done that and their children, like there's, um, that Swedish girl or whatever, the Norwegian girl, that child prodigy, who's like this incredible artist. Well, she was homeschooled. She, her parents didn't put her in a grind. They saw that she had this talent and everything revolved around nurturing that and encouraging her. And I think we get from a very young age in in the United States, the whole idea of the American way and what you should be doing or how you should do things. Um, you know, the job and the family and, and the retirement account and, and I, I don't know that that's what the future is going to be like for people um, with the um, prevalence of technology in our, you know, and again, I'm not getting into politics, but that's a totally other story. You know, the social engineering of people on the planet um, in the presence of technology and artificial intelligence and what that looks like in the future and what the hell are we going to do with humans and how will humans function in a world where most everything can be accomplished through technology. Um, But that's a bigger fish to fry than I can manage um, with my level of intellect, attitude or ambition. So um, we'll leave that to other geniuses I'll just be a a genius in my own right in the lane that I'm in (laughs) however slow I'm going in my lane so um, it's really kind of cool and I'm back to the acupuncture I still didn't get off the acupuncture I'm just trying to delve into a little bit deeper why I go Um, and my acupuncturist reminded me that in this transition that I'm going through, uh, it wasn't something I asked for. It was something imposed upon me and I'm adapting. 
And um, the mere fact that I'm going through this and I say something about learning this music on my guitar and not being able to master it yet, she's like, "How you know, people spend their entire life becoming a master or mastering one thing. And you're going through this huge transition. You've taken a writing class. You're working on, um, I actually have three works in progress, books that I'd like to um, complete and get published. And I'm trying to learn guitar too. It's like, how, how much am I expecting of myself? So um, that's why I said, you know, it's more than acupuncture for me. It's almost like psychiatry because some of the treatments that she, she, she does or she aims her treatments to help me with, which I really find beneficial, are for settling the mind and um, helping me become, you know, giving me more clarity and more mindfulness. And I have to tell you, it has worked so incredibly well for me um, that I would recommend it to anybody. I don't know what I'll ever do if this lady decides that she's retiring. (laughs) Because not all acupuncturists um, practice this five-element style of um, acupuncture. And, you you know, the movie The Fifth Element, it talks about air, wood, fire, wind... Um, air, wood, fire, wind, metal. Um, so if you Google it, you'll be able to learn more about it. But, um, you know, Chinese medicine has been around forever. This woman has so much experience and it took her years and years and years to go through academy to learn what she knows. And she recently went through a very grueling, um, program to become a um, credentialed to do neurological acupuncture, which they're finding is incredibly beneficial to uh, people who have suffered from strokes and seizures and like Parkinson's and different diseases, neurological uh, chronic diseases and with incredible results. And some of the teachers who were at this like, um, one of the learning sessions she was at were actually neurosurgeons. So, you know, we're all, we're all made out of atoms and cells and electrical charge. And, um, they know by attaching electrodes to your body, you can be energized. Well, acupuncture, um, the needles draw your energy to certain parts of your body to help, um, like basically energize you more or reset what most people would call their chi, their your yin yang, whatever your your chi, your life force, your everything you know that that keeps you flowing and keep keeps your mind right. And of course, to keep your mind right, you have to deprogram yourself from the distractions of um, the Kardashians and the Bachelor and the nightly news and. And um, what country is about to get bombed or, or any of that and realize that in truth, you know, the, the universe is infinite. You're only using such a, por- a small portion of your brain 
you have no idea what you are actually capable of achieving until you break out of this idea, the confinements of the distractions that are all around us. And those distractions might be there purposefully to keep the masses dull. Um, those of you who know me well will know exactly what I'm talking about. And that's probably another story too. Um, so anyway, yeah, going through big transitions here, maybe, um, maybe in a lot of different aspects of my life, not just, um, not just my work, but um, my philosophy. And um, I certainly don't feel like I'm having any kind of existential crisis because I think my, my basic core beliefs have not changed. If anything, um, this process or transition that I'm working through has just strengthened my core beliefs, if nothing else. So I really, I feel like I'm on the right track and um, I'm being guided um, along the right path. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to um, accept the things that I feel are, that resonate with me and letting the other things go that don't. But um, one of the other things that, um, since I've had some time on my hands, I've been watching some, uh, well, getting more into tarot card reading, not so much reading them myself, although I did buy some tarot cards and they're all wrapped up and tucked away because I don't, I don't feel like I'm in the headspace that I'm, I'm completely right yet to indulge in something that, um, you, you need more focus on. And so until I learn more, uh, I'm not going to do anything with that. I was actually thinking, oh, you know, this would be a good side business to do, you know, on YouTube. And there are a gazillion tarot card readers. If, if you know about this at all, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of different theories on this. I mean, the Bible's very clear on fortune tellers and tarot card readers. Um, that is a very evil thing because you can invoke bad things. So, and I know that there are some people that won't even enter a home that has tarot cards in it. So, I get that. Um, I, I, I have crystals. I think crystals are good. Uh, that I've, I notice a difference. They help me. Um, I actually bought some sage. I'm going to go through my house and um, this weekend and sage it all and um, kind of do some prayers over my home and open the windows and let all the bad energy out. I really, I think I had someone in my house recently that might have had some bad juju and um, I want to clear that energy out and um, just been cleaning out my house period, going through closets. I've been in this house for 15 years now, 14 years, cleaning out closets and the accumulation of other stuff. And, um, you know, if you, if you believe that energy um, <clears throat> attaches itself to things, I've never been one to have antiques and old junk. Like I grew up in a house that had stuff like that and never really did anything for me. But um, I'm starting to really think that like your possessions, certain things or even things that you get a yard sale or something. I don't, I, I've never been a big yard sale person. I don't know that that's so cool. 
you know, why, how do you know what kind of energy has been associated with that vase or whatever? Um, I'd want to clean it real good and set it out under the moon or the, the sun or something. Cleanse that shit. You don't know what's been in there. You don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm the, the older I get, the more I understand how things work, the more I think negative energy follows things around. So, um, been doing that. So anyway, back to these tarot card readers. Um, one thing I've observed that I think is kind of interesting, um, and if you're not into this, then, um, you know, maybe you want to check it out because you'll see it. I think it's really interesting because some of the tarot card readers, um, basically they pull cards and there's this one deck called Rider, R-I-D-E-R, Wait, W-A-I-T-E, and it's named for the person who created them. And tarot cards have been around forever tarot card readers, fortune tellers, you know, um, in biblical times, um, kings, pharaohs, they, you know, even Daniel in, in the Bible interpreted dreams. Um, so, and I know that the Bible warns against that. Maybe it's because they don't, the writers of the Bible don't feel like we have the knowledge or capability to wield that understanding um, well enough. Maybe, I don't know. But what I found incredibly interesting is, okay, I'm a Gemini, so I will watch a tarot read for either a daily Gemini reading or the weekend Gemini reading or Gemini reading for the month of June or the month of July or the reading for the summer solstice or whatever. And these are completely different tarot card readers with their own different YouTube channels. And over 80% of the time, they pull the same exact cards for me or for the collective. Excuse me. It's usually what they will call it. The collective, you know, tarot card reading, can't be 100% accurate for every single person watching it because there's how many billion of people on the planet. But there might be something in there that resonates with you is what they tell you. And it's strictly for entertainment purposes and use your own intuition when you make decisions and take what resonates and get rid, you know, ignore the rest. I'm just like blown away by how frequently all of these different readers wind up pulling the same exact cards for Gemini. It's like, what the hell? How, how, how do you explain, explain this synchronicity? How do you explain the um, coincidence? I don't know. I, I've always been like of the mind that there are no coincidences, you know, that everything happens for a reason and people come into your life for what do they say? A season, a reason or a lifetime, like, and everything happens because there's a lesson that you must learn um, from this. And I'm even starting to wonder that maybe there are past life progressions. You know, we watched that movie, the matrix and um, you know, you, you have deja vu. Like, how many times has that happened to you listening here? Um, I don't have deja vu now as much as I did when I was a teenager and in my 20s. I I was consistently having deja vu. And it's it can be really unsettling when you feel 
you walk into a place and you know you've been there before, you can actually find something or you know something is going to be down the hallway on your right because you've been there before. And that can be really unsettling. Um, it doesn't happen to me as much as it used to, like I said, but what the hell? Why is that? Like, do you guys, has that been your experience? Because that's been my experience. Um, maybe I'm just one of those people that's been very intuitive or, or maybe empathic or maybe it just runs in the family. I don't know. My mom was always like that. My mom could be walking down the street and look on the ground randomly and find a wad of money rolled up with a rubber band on it. She's found jewelry. She's, you know, it's just like ridiculous. And it's like those things come to her. She's still alive. Bless her. 92 years old. So I don't know. Maybe it's just that kind of thing. Um, but of course, I'm very judgmental too. And I know that about myself. Like with the tarot card readers, yes, they pull the same cards. But there are some of them, it's like, damn, they have very poor grammar. They're set up like visually it's not visually pleasing and if I if I go to watch a reading and like right off the bat they can't speak proper English and I'm not talking about because they're foreign or have an accent or whatever that's one thing but when people say I'm about to do y'all's reading you all's no that's not proper English and they can't, they're, and I'm not being discriminatory here, um, they can't all be from the South, these people, and I get that y'all, but if you're going to do a professional YouTube channel where you're asking for people to, to donate on Patreon or to donate to your channel or whatever, I think you have certain responsibility, yes, to be yourself, but also to present yourself a little bit more professionally. I mean, I click off on those, it's like, or if it looks like they're sitting on the floor in the bus station waiting for someone to give them two bucks so they can buy some cigarettes. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I find it hard to take advice or even listen to you if I'm working on my own like mental clarity and, and attracting abundance and, and getting some sort of divine guidance for my future from someone who's not abundant themselves, you know? Um, and some of these readers, they're like jacked up on coffee. And one guy's one minute he's in his car vaping. And the next minute he's smoking a cigarette. Like he gets rid of his vape thing and lights up a cigarette. And then he's like drinking. Coffee. It's like, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't really know empath empathic people, but maybe they have to stay tripped out on, you know, caffeine and cigarettes, caffeine and nicotine to exist. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen people and I've known people in real life that, you know, first thing in the morning, a cup of coffee and a cigarette. It's that whole caffeine, nicotine, um, cocktail type of thing. Um, and I, again, hard on myself because, I, to me, that look, to me, I consider that a sign of weakness. You can't control yourself better than to pollute your body with a cup of coffee and a cigarette because 
I drink coffee. I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning. Occasionally, I'll have more than one coffee a day if it's an iced coffee through Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. But I have plenty of days I don't have any, you know, coffee at all. And I'm like, oh, I just got to drink water and juice or whatever. Um, so it's all thing in, things in moderation. But I think the coffee nicotine cocktail thing, the caffeine nicotine cocktail, um, not impressed by that. You know, I, I think Peter, people, and I'm not saying I don't have vices. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm overweight. Um, that, you know, I'm well aware of that. There, I think I have, I, there, I have some other issues with that. That's not health related. That's more, um, mentally related to the, um, the, the, inability to lose weight or the ability to, or, or that the notion that I don't want to lose too much weight. Um, and it's really, I'm just going to say it. I, because I've, when I was, when I was in good shape, I attracted too much attention. I didn't like it. I felt very unsafe. Um, I had been stalked. I had people, not people, men follow me out of the gym. I had someone follow me. I had to run to my car at motor vehicle because some guy came out of motor vehicle wanting to talk to me and I just felt extremely unsafe. So, you know, extra pounds for me is like secure. It, it, it doesn't make me feel good from the standpoint that I know it's unhealthy because I, I really believe in people having good health. So even from a mental health perspective, I don't think it's good um, that I feel like having this extra weight makes me feel safe. If, um, but I know that I'm not the only one that am experiencing that. You know, I know that there's people who have been sexually assaulted that um, are morbidly obese and became that way as a result of um, their experience being, you know, raped or. Um, I, I know for a fact that, that that's a thing and I've never been raped. So, um, that's, that's not the situation. Um, and I might be digressing here, but, um, you know, so anyway, tarot card readers and what they're all about. So anyway, um, that's just something else that I've been getting into and, and watching the tarot, um, been reading guitar, writing, um, working out in my yard, got a lot done out in my yard. My son came and visited me and was an incredible help. And he and I work really well together. And, um, the most wonderful thing about it is he, he's very competent, um, in many different ways. And when he comes, he doesn't come and take over. He comes and asks for direction. How do you want this? What do you want me to do next? Which for me, is fabulous because um, we get so much accomplished that way because I already have in mind things I need his help with and we talked about it in advance. And then um, it's just what do you want me to do next? You know, where there's a plan of action and I guess part of that comes from, <clears throat> you know, having the child yourself and raising the child and they know what to expect from you and you what, what to expect from them. But so I got a lot done out in my yard the day that my son came and um, did some landscaping in my front yard. And um, I had a pallet full of pavers delivered 
and unloaded all the pavers myself one day and they're um they're actually granite what's the description of them they're they're wall pavers so they they kind of look like well they're some they're cement they're just made of poured concrete but to look like stones um rough hewn stones or whatever and um I unloaded 63 of those bad boys and the next day I was thinking I'm going to wake up so sore and I wasn't, I did really good. So I felt very strong. <laughs> I was pretty happy about that. And then on top of that, I needed half of one and um, I picked them up at Lowe's and the guy at Lowe's said they didn't have the tools to like cut the stones in half. So I had to buy a chisel and um, I watched a YouTube video and I scored that sucker and used a chisel and a hammer and um, I cut one of the stones in half on my own and it fit perfectly in place where I needed it. So I felt really very accomplished um, when I did that. So um, I think that's important. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This is like 33 minutes long now, and I think um, I think I've probably said enough for one sitting. <laughs> for anyone who's still listening and hasn't like clicked away at the uh, acupuncture slash psychiatry part of the program. <laughs> anyway, I'm um, gonna try to upload something again soon. I'll try to I'll try to do weeklies. I know I say I'm gonna do that, and then I don't, but. Um, I would really like to. Anyway, it's summertime here where I am. I hope where you are. The weather is doing exactly what you wanted to do. Um, I know I have family in New York, and it looks like it's been raining there, like, continually. And for the end of June, that really sucks. Um, because where I am, we've had lots of weather in the 80s, and it's been sunny and, and summer and fabulous, and I've been going to the pool and... Um, um, you know what, folks, I'm loving life, and I hope you are too, and um, I hope that you face every day with a huge amount of gratitude for the health and the abundance that you have. If you have a cell phone, running water, and a roof over your head, you're already more wealthy than 1% of the population on the planet, and don't ever forget that. All right, I love you. Thanks for listening. Um Feel free to leave a comment and um, I'll be trying to check in again with some more interesting shit to share next week, hopefully. All right. Take care. Ciao.